Welcome everybody to Dead Talk Live, and tonight we are joined by director Hunter Johnson and star Eva Hamilton of the movie called Sawed Off, which is premiering October 11th on DVD and digital. Guys, welcome to the show. How are the both of you doing? Just great. How are you guys? I'm great. Eva, how about you? You feeling good tonight? I am having a lovely day so far, so yeah, I'm feeling good. Thank you. Are you excited about the film coming out in just about two weeks? Very excited. I'm thrilled, yeah. So let's get down to it. Like we were talking a little bit before we went live, Hunter. This movie takes us on this wild and crazy ride. You are one out of three credited writers. How did you guys come up with this wild story? Well, it's cool. Um... Uh, we were approached with the comic book uh, or the comic that uh, Chuck Wagner wrote and he had written a script um, to kind of adapt it. Um, and James Bresick, one of the uh, producers of the film, uh, gave Jody and I the script and we read it and he had a lot of crazy ideas that he wanted to interweave into the, into the uh, script that Chuck had wrote. So Jody and I took it and we kind of brought in James's ideas and brought in a couple of our own ideas and just kind of made this blend of weird, crazy horrorness um, that kind of goes all all over the place in a fun way. Um, it does. It's a very yeah. fun ride. It's an absolute fun ride. Now, Eva, you play Marjorie, and uh, very interesting character. Let's take Marjorie. Let's go from the be- the beginning of the movie when she invites her two exes up to her family's cabin. Do you think her motivations are benign? Like she's just inviting two of her exes who are friends over to her family cabin for a little bit of hunting over the weekend? Uh, Yeah, I do. I mean, I think that there's, there's clearly some kind of like eerie elements of what's going on. And I think she's aware of it. Um, I don't want to give anything away, (laughs) (laughs) but uh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, So, I got to ask you, Eva, as the movie progresses, I mean, how did you come to terms with basically Marjorie inviting two of her exes? I mean, it's not a normal type of situation, and it's actually brought up in the film as well. Two of her exes together on the weekend. Is it just the fact that they're such good friends now, the fact that they're ex-boyfriends? I mean, the friendship part overshadows anything else? Yeah, I think so. I mean, we've all, the three of us have been friends for a long time. There's a lot of history. It's to me, it kind of feels like, you know, that really strong bond you have with people in childhood where it, it, you know, as you get to adulthood, it's like sort of everything that happened in between then goes by the wayside because you're just that connected. So I think that's, that's kind of underlying. Okay. Gotcha. Now, Hunter, this movie has a lot of special effects uh, to it. Was that challenging for you as a director of this film, uh, having to incorporate all those special effects and make it work on whatever budget you had? Yeah, that was one of the the biggest challenges that we had. And um, thankfully, Oliver Poser, our effects artist, was very talented. Um, I had worked with him on a couple other projects in the past. Uh, so when we you know, decided to do the film, he was the first guy we called. Um, and, and yeah, it was, it was challenging. It's the most effects I've ever dealt with in a film. Um, 
they're pretty much all practical effects, um, which was a lot of fun, but also when you're, you know, crunch for time and, and you sometimes you only have a couple of takes, it, it definitely uh, ramps up the pressure a little bit. But uh, yeah. but I, but they're a lot of fun. I mean, it's it's fun to just throw blood on everybody and, and get real gross. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, Eva, Marjorie, it's noted throughout the film that there are still feelings between her and John. Maybe there's still some feelings between the two. Uh, as the like we said, as the movie progresses, is she being genuinely honest with him about those feelings, or is she sort of holding something back? Because as the film goes on, we find out that there's a master plan for John. Uh, no, I, I'm. I think she's being fully genuine. Okay, so she she definitely still has feelings for him, and you know she's open to rekindling it. Yeah, I think. I mean, there there is a bigger um, thing at hand going on, so I do think that you know influences my character's behavior. But mm -hmm. as far as me mentally and internally, what I'm thinking, I I, I do. I I am being genuine. Like, okay. I, I don't this other stuff is happening in a conscious way. Okay, gotcha. Now, Hunter, Sawed Off combines science fiction, horror, and a little bit of comedy. Did you have any reservations on how you were going to pull that off to make it sort of coalesce the way you wanted it to? Well, we knew that with the script in the story that we were going to tell that it was inherently campy. Um, in that there was funny moments. Um, but one thing that when we were in early rehearsals with Jody and Trey and Eva that I stressed um, was that uh, to play everything very, very straight mm -hmm. um, because it's uh, the, the story itself is, is funny and gruesome and, and ridiculous at, at a lot of moments. But I think that it, feels even funnier and even more gruesome and even more ridiculous when everyone is playing it as if this is real life and it's yeah. actually happening and dig deep for those true human emotions. And uh, to the cast credit, they just absolutely killed it. Um, I think it would have been real easy to make it a cornier movie with uh, lesser actors, if that makes sense. No, um, no, it makes no, 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 no uh, judgment to campy movies. I love funny, silly campy yeah. movies too, but I, we definitely tried to play it very straight in tone and, and with the score and how we shot it um, to try to ground it in reality, even though nothing is what it seems in reality. All right. Now that brings me to you again, Eva, because you are, you get a lot of revelations as this film progresses and you have to display real true emotional shock. So the audience could buy into it and you do it very well like real unbelievable stuff you're looking at and you're like, how is this possible? Uh, so did Hunter and you, did Hunter really guide you through that whole process or was it vice versa? He got out of your way and he let you do your job as an actor. Um, well, I think a little bit of both uh, as far as, I mean, we had, we did have rehearsals, which were really like amazing. I remember going into the first rehearsal, which was just a table read and, you know, I didn't really know a ton about what to expect based on the tone of it. And then as soon as I heard everybody, um, all the actors and just, you know, the very naturalistic and ultra skilled, you know, performance that they gave, even just at the table read, it was like, okay, I get what this is. I get what we're going for. And Hunter did talk a lot about, you know, playing it straight and what exactly, um, 
you know, how, how we would address it as far as just, this is really what's happening. So I think we discussed the way it would be played um, beforehand. And then Hunter was also a very, you know, giving director in that he did really let me kind of go with it when we were, when we were shooting and it was really fun. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hunter, let's talk about uh, Marjorie's evil doppelganger or a lack of a better term uh in the movie uh in your opinion what does that entity represent well it's it's oh i could really get into it um with the the uh broad broad answer is uh nature and it's um it's uh the uh antithesis of greed and and uh, a kind of a way to punish people for taking too much. Yeah. Um, now we hint at it uh, throughout the film, but it's never like explicitly like driven home. Like this is what it is. This, you know. Uh, but it's kind of up to the audience's imagination. Um, there are some clues that we worked into the script as to like what is really going on, but it's never really written out and yeah. shown to the audience, um, which is kind of how I like it because often the imagination is scarier than you know, what you actually see on screen anyways. Absolutely. Um, I totally agree. Now, you know, staying with you, Hunter, uh, as the story goes on, you know, we hear Marjorie tell the story about the family, her family and the land. Uh, Are we to believe that the events that unfold are happening to Marjorie uh, this is her first time without, you know, we got to phrase it that way, not to give away any spoilers, but is this uh, a story to her at that point when she's actually telling the story around the campfire? And as the events unfold, she realizes, wait a minute, this could be more than just a family folklore or story. Yeah, I think that, um, uh, I think that all the characters or have pure intentions, at least at the very top of the film. So I think that in particular that scene, um, I do think that they might all kind of be laughing it off and, you know, uh, you know, maybe this is just family legend, but it also could just be a fun ghost story. And, and that's also one of the things that's never really driven home uh, if it's one way or the other, but you kind of find out as the film progresses that, oh, maybe there is something to this story and maybe, uh, uh, I don't know if Marjorie has, has necessarily gone through it or if anyone has gone through it at that campfire, uh, but it's it's begun at that point. And that's just one of the things that's left up to the viewer to decide, uh, mm-hmm. especially with the ending of the film. Now, uh, Eva, uh, doing those scenes and makeup in the woods, uh, was that fun for you? Or was it like in the middle of winter, you just had like the just like a nightgown on was it cold as hell describe the shooting conditions (laughs) describe the shooting conditions for us yes and yes it was really really fun and it was very cold (laughs) if i could chat oh sorry go ahead oh no no, i was i think it started lightly snowing um at one point right yeah yeah we we originally were planning to shoot in march in northern wisconsin and we ended up delaying the shoot or pushing the shoot a month uh because we knew we were going to have actors running around in the woods at night and we had a few overnight shoots so we pushed it to april thinking oh the weather will be significantly better by then and we got the coldest 
April weather in the history of Wisconsin. Uh, the day we left, it was 75 degrees and sunny. Um, but every night we were there, I think it like topped out at like 28 or 30 degrees I've been, uh, each night. So those actors, you, you guys were the true champions for real, for, for doing all that in the frigid cold. I had 10 layers on it. I mean, it was, it was worth it. It was amazing. I think it looks good. It was totally worth it. And when you're in that moment, it's like, yeah, you're cold, but it's just so much fun that, that kind of overshadows it yeah the reward is definitely worth it and i've been to northern wisconsin and i know how cold it is up there uh hunter working with a three-person cast did you have to cut down the story the cast or uh because of covid uh or was it always going to be a three-person story uh it was always going to be a three-person story and that was one of the um main changes that we took from the original Chuck Wagner script had a lot of different characters and a lot of things. And we said, let's just really dice this down um, and just make it about these three characters and, and get three great actors to, to lead this story. Um, so, uh, you know, COVID was a thing at the time, but that, I, that wasn't the, the straw that broke the camel's back. Like we were always planning on doing, you know, just a three-actor character piece that gets real gory and nasty and fun. Okay. Now, Eva, for me, when we reached the end of the film, you know, just before the credits roll, I feel bad for Marjorie for what she has to endure. Uh, you know, when you saw the finished product, sort of separating yourself, you know, being Marjorie herself... How do you feel for that character and what she is involved in right now and being stuck in a way? Yeah, I think it's, I mean, it's very sad, really. It's, um, I mean, it, it's like an eternity trapped in, in this just repeating experience. And I think particularly going into it um, with very genuine intentions to see that happen to that character in the end is, I mean, it, yeah, it's very sad. It is. Uh, Hunter, you know, we like we said, we know about the family, we know about the land, but as the viewer, you know, I could see viewers like myself, a big takeaway is that there is an even bigger element here besides the family, the greed, the land, what they were promised and what they had to do to get all that, that there's a, I don't know, some kind of universal bigger element. Is that just, you know, one of the theories that you saw people walk away from if you know from watching this film yeah that'll be in sawed off too <laughs> <laughs> just um, yeah you know like we were uh you know trying to uh you know make a, a little statement about just uh you know uh, being happy with what you have and and uh you know not not asking for too much. Exactly. Uh, we're almost out of time, but uh, but Eva, I want to leave it with you. Working with John and uh, Frank, the characters' names, uh, sorry, you know, and the three of you and the small cast and crew, uh, did you all become really close friends during the whole shooting process? Yeah, it was actually, I mean, honestly, I think that really lended itself to the experience because we it was a really small cast and crew and everybody um, was pretty, you know, wonderful human beings. And I know most of them knew each other. I was kind of a newcomer coming in, but us all just like living together and being together throughout, I think was very helpful, particularly character wise, because the three of us are supposed to go back and, you know, quite a while and have known each other for a long time. And yeah, I mean, being able to wake up and have coffee and talk about what we're doing, you know, 
even that early in the day when we're shooting very helpful and I, I really loved getting to know everybody I think it was I, I think that element of it being so close really shows in the final product I think it worked very well it did now Hunter since Eva is here let's talk about Eva so Eva just pretend you're not listening to this but what <laughs> sold Eva to you as your Marjorie for this film you know um I had heard great things about Eva uh, in multiple years leading up to uh, this particular film. Um, and when we were originally, she was one of the first names that kind of got tossed around. And, um, you know, I had I had watched some of her work. I know Jeff, uh, one of our EPs had worked with you, Eva. Um, so it was pretty, it was, I felt like it was kind of just meant to be, to be honest with you. Um, it just worked out really great. Um, the people that hadn't worked with her kind of knew her reputation mm -hmm. was very good and that she was she was a great actor and professional and all that stuff and then the people that had worked with her said yeah all that's true <laughs> so it so it uh, it ended up working out just great it did uh congratulations to the both of you for our viewers again the movie's called sawed off it is going to be available on dvd and digital october 11th this movie is, it's wild, it's crazy. You're going to go on a journey for 90 minutes and you're not going to see half the stuff coming. So check it out. You won't be disappointed. I want to thank our guest, director Hunter Johnson and star Eva Hamilton for joining us tonight to talk about Saw It Off. Uh, Hunter, I'll leave it up to you. Do you have any final thoughts you want to share before we go? Uh, I hope you know a pack of chainsaw. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> very well said very well said i want to thank our audience those of you who are tuning in live and those of you who will be watching this later on on behalf of hunter eva and myself stay safe and stay walking bye everybody <laughs>